From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, February 4th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A former Columbus police officer previously fired for the shooting of an unarmed black man is now facing charges, including murder, in connection with that shooting. Lacey Crisp reports. After hearing two days worth of evidence, a Franklin County grand jury indicted former Columbus police officer Adam Coy on murder. The vast virtue of law enforcement is diminished by the very few bad actors among its ranks and only by holding a bad actor accountable can that virtue be sustained. The Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation is investigating the fatal shooting and Attorney General Dave Yost's office has been appointed as a special prosecutor in the case. In Columbus, Lacey Crisp. Governor Mike DeWine laid out his budget proposal yesterday that would improve police community relations and reduce violent crime around the state. Yolanda Harris has the details. Presenting his public safety budget proposal, the governor noted plans to allocate money for gun crime intelligence centers, police recruitment and retention, and body cameras. A resource he says the state needs for accountability and transparency. Our best estimate is that up to two-thirds of law enforcement agencies statewide, mostly Ohio, small jurisdictions do not have body cameras. That must change. The governor said it hasn't been specified if local law enforcement officials who get the money for body cams would be required to follow state standards for them. I'm Yolanda Harris. Ohio's fraught Department of Job and Family Services updated the public yesterday about the agency's efforts to help potential victims of identity theft tied to the filing of thousands of false unemployment claims. Andrew Kinsey has more with Director Kimberly Henderson. In recent weeks, the state launched a website for Ohioans to notify ODJFS if they believe their identity was stolen and used to file a fraudulent unemployment claim. Well, since that site launched, 70,000 people have filed claims saying they believe their identity may have been stolen. It is not the result of a leak or a breach on our part. It again, as I've shared, is a result of criminal activity. Director Henderson went on to say that she deeply disagrees with the assertion that using private vendors caused or made the problem. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Governor Mike DeWine said today that he is bringing in the private sector to help with Ohio's troubled jobless claim system. He said last week it's abundantly clear state government can't fix the problem the way he'd like it done. The former director of the Ohio Department of Health has stepped down from her position at a Columbus nonprofit to explore a run for the U.S. Senate in 2022. Dr. Amy Acton issued a statement this morning addressing the speculation she is considering running for the seat that Senator Rob Portman will leave vacant when his term ends. Acton said she will step down from her role at the Columbus Foundation, quote, in order to carefully consider how I can best be of service at this crucial time, end quote. Dr. Acton appeared alongside Governor DeWine as the public face of the health department in the early days of the pandemic, but stepped down from that position in June after receiving threats against her and her family. An Ohio Democratic state senator says he left a committee hearing at the state house yesterday because so many members of the public weren't wearing masks. Karina Nova reports. Senator Cecil Thomas is a second-term senator from Cincinnati. He tweeted a picture of the largely unmasked crowd in the state Senate Government Oversight and Reform Committee. Thomas says he has a daughter with a severely compromised immune system and won't put her health at risk. The last thing I want to do is you know, bring the virus home to her. The committee chairperson says different measures will be taken to prevent crowding in the future, including fewer chairs in the room. Karina Nova, ONN News. 
President Joe Biden is signaling he's open to changes in his COVID rescue plan, but wants Democrats to go big and for Congress to act quickly on the $1.9 trillion plan. Dave James has the reaction from Ohio's Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown. Senator Brown says it is important legislation. Yesterday, a group of us went to the White House and met with President Biden. The package will work. We need to go big. If we don't go big, we will see a long-term scarring of the economy because people have been out of work for so long. President Biden says his proposal for $1,400 direct payments to Americans must stay in the bill, but he's open to lowering the income threshold so fewer people will qualify for the money. Brown says he also has no problem with that. Dave James, I went in news. The federal prosecutor leading an investigation into a $60 million bribery probe at the Ohio State House says his imminent departure from the office won't affect the outcome of the case. U.S. Attorney David DeVillers, who heads the Southern District of Ohio, announced the investigation in July, considered the biggest ever criminal probe involving the seat of Ohio government. He has promised continued prosecution of individuals facing charges while saying the investigation is ongoing. DeVillers was a career criminal prosecutor in the office before being named to the agency's top job as an appointee of former President Donald Trump. He said last week he anticipates being able to stay in the job long enough to bring his list of high-priority cases to the grand jury, probably toward the end of March. With the coldest weather of the season moving in over the next week or so, a motorcycle club called the Buffalo Soldiers is, for the third straight year, helping the homeless who are living on the streets of downtown Toledo. Michael Tater reports. Earl Mack and his group drove around the downtown. He gave out hot soup and emergency kits filled with vital supplies for these people who are out here in the brutal cold. Mack says these kits include winter gloves and a hat socks, a first aid kit, even a sleeping bag. People would actually die on the street, and, and that's why we're out here. That's why the city of Toledo do what they do. That's why other charitable organizations do what they do so that we can help people survive. Michael Tater in downtown Toledo. A condiment called cricket salsa out of Texas is garnering national attention for its strange yet very nutritional value, and it has an Ohio connection. Brett Worf in Marietta explains. A former Marietta, Ohio resident, Colston Urban, is part of the two-man team that produces the salsa made with crickets. This is natural hesitation to try insects. Ours, for example, they're raised on a farm specifically for human consumption, completely sanitary. The reaction has been great once people end up trying it. The salsa is packed with 48 grams of protein. Production of the salsa has gone from needing 10 pounds of crickets to 70 pounds per month to keep local markets stocked. Cricketsalsa.com has more. Brett Warf, in News, Marietta. And there's sad news about the health of a former Cleveland Browns football coach. Family members say Marty Schottenheimer is now in hospice care for Alzheimer's. Michael Kelly has the story. The now 77-year-old Schottenheimer ushered in the Bernie Kosar era and Marty Ball to Cleveland from 1984 to 1988. He led the Browns to 44 victories before moving on to coach Kansas City for a decade. On Wednesday, Schottenheimer's family issued a statement thanking fans for their prayers as his eight-year battle with terminal Alzheimer's takes this latest turn. Schottenheimer played four seasons for Buffalo from 1965 to 1970 before turning to coaching. His 205 wins as a head coach are still waiting for the nod into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Michael Kelly, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WMOA in Marietta for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.